0: And welcome back to the Rod Ben and Bastards podcast. I am your host, Greg Moorhead, here with co-host, fellow bastard, Nick Phelps. What's going on, buddy?
1: You know, I'm back. It's another day, and I'm here. So I guess that's all I can hope for.
0: Nice. Well, we have some very, very big news for this podcast. And the news is that Nick caught a steelhead. We're starting it off with that. Yes, 100%. We are starting it off with that. I
1: guess third or fourth time's a charm. Because I I don't even consider the fourth time really in time because that was twelve years ago, right at the mouth of Walnut. And you know, you know how I feel about that. But yeah. And and what I, I think I said it in another podcast, like I think I just need to go out alone and figure my shit out. And that's exactly what I did. You I mean, you gave me you gave me the spots, but like it's like I'm gonna go out alone and I figured my shit out. And I, I hooked into a bunch. Um, I made some errors. When I hooked into them, which I kind of fixed because I was like, oh shit, I'm like holding on. on to the fly line. When I right after I set the hook too long and then it's popping off, fixed that. Got got one in, got another one in that I probably could have had if I had had, you know, net man or something like that. Cause I got it about in the six inches of water. And, you know, when I was trying to beach it, it came off. But yeah, it was a good, it was a good day. Hooked into a lot, had some runs. And I was only there for like four or five hours because yeah. I had other shit to do. But yeah, I learned some stuff. Um, I guess it made it worth it for me going to buy that whole rig that I did. Like, yeah, you, know, yeah,
0: you, spent, you like,
1: spent some money. I spent the you, money on, on the steelhead rig and it uh, it paid off and learned some lessons and I had a good time. So that's what it was all about.
0: Nice. Uh, in addition to Nick going up to Erie and having some luck steelhead fishing, uh, I did the same. I went uh we're currently recording on a wednesday so this past friday i went by myself and had probably the best day i've ever had on the stream uh was still head fishing i think i ended up with like let's
1: talk about me some more I don't,
0: yeah yeah uh and then i don't i think i landed eight or nine fish on friday then went back up to the same area with my buddies on sunday and ended up having a decent day. Put, like four out of six in the net or three out of six in the net. Um, I foul hooked an absolute monster of a fish um, that I really, really wish would have been a good hook set because it would have been the biggest. I'd ever caught. You'll get better. You're yeah. You
1: got to practice yeah. your fishing skills. Yep.
0: Yeah, and- that's yeah. fine. I'll just we'll keep, keep working on things, but that's kind of all in the world of uh recap from the previous episode that we talked about licking toads. So Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, we're going to step up our game with this episode tonight. Yes, they're they're nowhere to be found. We've been been on the search, Uh, but we are going to have a fun episode tonight because we have a returning guest and we have a special guest that our returning guest is actually going to announce. So we're kind of really, yeah, we're going to. We're like breaking all kinds of walls here, I feel like. So our returning guest is Ben Lee. He is the tournament director for the Keystone Bass Kayak Series. And Ben was on the second episode. We discussed uh, that there were going to be some pretty cool changes happening to the kayak series this year and the kayak trail. Uh, I believe that we said it was going to be split between lake and rivers. If I'm not mistaken, we we'll, just didn't we'll really talk about it. Cause that's yeah. Yeah. Know. We didn't get into all the details because of this pot, like this podcast actually happening right now is there were some things that were still kind of in the works and Ben wanted to hold off and wait for everything to be finalized, which it is from my general understanding of things. So, I will welcome in Ben. What's going on, dude?
2: Hey, guys. Thanks for for having me on again. I appreciate
0: it. Thank you very much for reaching out and uh, helping to put this episode together. And as I said, we have a fourth member of the podcast that's going to be here tonight. And I'm actually going to let Ben introduce him because he is going to be anointing him with a title.
1: Like a fucking night. Nice. Yes. yes he <laughs> bowed in front of him with me Can I do and that? he had yeah, a like,
0: seven six mag heavy
1: like a snoopy fucking fishing rod no yeah, like it, it was like a seven
0: six mag heavy like full that. handle rig and he you know shoulder tapped them yeah. on each side so that guy totally <laughs> he did. but uh ben go ahead and introduce our fourth uh member tonight
2: absolutely uh more than happy to uh so we uh our uh, Keystone Bass Kayak Series, we split up in the two series. Uh, as much as I would uh, love to be able to take on everything that is just not in the wheelhouse, plus the river stuff is not my uh, my area of expertise, uh, I will bow to uh, who I'm about to uh, introduce, and that is uh, Mr. Ryan Van Tyne.
0: Yo! What's, What's up, man? Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely! Ah. So, congratulations on the uh, official title of the tournament director for the River Series.
1: To like
3: thank
0: Dr. you Barry.
1: Dr. River Rat of yes,
0: Allegheny, I've I've lived, kind of... I've
3: lived I've lived right. on the on the Allegheny my entire life. I've been on a boat on the Allegheny my entire life. Kayaking on the Allegheny my entire life. I've you lived been on, on a uh, nah, well, actually, I we have a camp on the Allegheny as well over in Gilpin Township, um, and I sleep on my parents' pontoon that's docked on the river in the summer when I go up there.
1: Like willingly or after too many beers?
3: Well, I don't <laughs> drink, but willingly. Yeah. I'm not that- a drinker
0: yeah you we we had that well, discussion that kills our first question yeah i know it's <laughs> you know uh maybe ben can, sal- can salvage it a little bit ben are, are you enjoying a beverage this evening
2: i am i am not i'm not doing a full beverage uh being that i have school tomorrow I, you know i'm a very conscientious teacher you know so uh, i am a
0: movie
2: yeah <laughs> uh math movie uh yeah, so I'm sipping on uh, – there's a local brew here uh, from Hitchhiker Brew. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys know yeah, Hitchhiker yeah. at all.
1: Yeah, I'm but, at, we're uh, actually yeah. Uh, located right now. I live in the Millville area, and Greg's with me tonight instead of remote. And there's a Hitchhiker Brewery in Sharpsburg, which is right down the street.
2: Yeah, it's legit. It's very good.
0: What, it uh, is, which uh, Which one?
2: It's it's actually I feel weird drinking it late at night, but it's a breakfast stout. Oh, um, okay. But it's it's tasty, so we're gonna sip on it and enjoy.
0: Nice, uh, Nick. What do you?
2: I'm I'm back on my bullshit
1: with the ranch waters. There you That's go. That's after a couple of different things. We we went and had the wings and, and beers prior for
0: yeah. Sidelines side Bar and yeah, Grill in Millville.
1: We've... Yeah. This is a done it like kind of live together and not just on Zoom. That's kind of been the forte because we tend to do it on Wednesdays. Yeah. And that just happens to be wing night. And yep. You know, some delicious wings.
0: So we went and had some wings, had some beers. Uh I am currently drinking a local brew as well. This is actually my really, really good buddy's brewery, Cellar Works, that's up in Sarver PA. I am drinking hey, his-
2: Cellar Works.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's my really good friend that owns that, and him and his wife. Uh, I am currently drinking their Big Stream Kolsch, which is a phenomenal beer. So cheers to everyone that is currently sipping. Uh, but, cheers. Cheers. So before we get into a lot of the, the fun stuff that's going to happen with this, Nick has a question for Ryan.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. We're not going to do Ben again. So Ryan... Uh, what well, we tend to do, and it's uh, since you drink, I, I hope you take this in lightheartedly, but we would <laughs> like to know why you suck at fishing.
3: I suck at fishing? Is this like, or, 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 or do I have to answer this honestly, or can I just be of You can answer that.
1: I mean, we want a story, so man, that's that's all on you. Just, just give it to us. What, what do you think? I mean, because if you say something that's completely bullshit, we'll call you out on it. But, <laughs> but, but, give I it suck a go. At
3: fishing. I suck at fishing because I drink Monster Energy drinks all day. You know, I'm drinking a Monster Energy right now. I, I suck at fishing because I can never concentrate.
1: Dude, that is worse than alcohol. That is 100 percent worse than alcohol. Like, yeah, like setting the hook it, on every single log because you're twitching. <laughs> so like, hard oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, long, it's long, 9
3: p.m and i'm drinking monster
0: <laughs> i have about five a
1: extreme. day.
0: <laughs> do you uh i can't drink that
1: shit it, I... I can't i can't do it <laughs> i yeah. tried it it makes me jittery it may, you know, just everything about it is strange. But I know people like like Ryan, I guess, who will drink that shit all the time. And I don't understand mm-hmm. it. It's like, how have you not had a heart attack? I guess, you know, you could say that, you know, well, yeah, you might get cirrhosis of the liver. But, you know, I'll take my yeah, chances but- with cirrhosis over heart attack. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a little it's a little bit of a it's, variant there. I I do drink a, an occasional energy drink. Uh Rain is the typical brand that I go with. Uh you know the
1: brand I go with? What? Coffee.
0: Yeah, well, and up until you know, about four months ago I actually never drank coffee. Now I drink Americanos all the time because oh they're yeah, they're pretty tasty. Uh so a if, fucking
1: way out. No,
0: pinky's not way out because it's just got straight sack, straight actually. espresso. <laughs> um so if you had to answer on a more serious note, Ryan, what would you say the reason is that you suck at fishing?
3: I'm stubborn. Um I throw two sometimes three different lures i throw and i'll be wide open i'll tell you exactly what i throw i throw a bone 110 whopper plopper all the time and after listening to some of my boys from out in indiana the ashigan crew they they run a podcast i was listening to them and they got me onto the fluke and matt randolph as well he's a local angler here in, in the pittsburgh area um, I got me onto a fluke. I was throwing a wacky prior to that, um, a wacky rig senko. It's for whatever freaking reason, um, it's the sloppiest looking presentation, but it catches fish. Um, it, it, the wacky rigs actually. Last year, I won the event with the Keystone Bass Kayak Series. I won the event on French Creek. I caught every single fish I caught on a wacky rig. <clears throat> um and a fluke that's all i throw i have i struggle very very hard to diversify like if i'm not catching something on one of those three lures then i feel like i just shouldn't be fishing that day
1: Same. i I, I won't Same. i
3: I won't go into my tackle box i take two planos when i go fishing one with terminal tackle one with extra whopper ploppers and maybe like a spinner bait or two and one crankbait and those spinner baits and that crankbait never leave the box and i I have like six bags of soft plastics under my feet.
1: No, I that's carry, all I, I carry fifteen hundred dollars worth of lures with me, but I use five dollars worth.
3: Yeah.
0: Every it's...
1: damn time. That that so I'm the same in that aspect where I do I don't know if you call it stubborn or just like you just you kind of you, you comfort. Yeah. We just you're gonna with you're fish. gonna fish what your <laughs> comfort with because you just want to catch fish. And I I do the same damn thing, but I have all the shit. Um you're worse than me, Gregory. I,
0: you, yeah. Every
1: time somebody says I catch fish on this, you're going to buy freaking $1,800 worth of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're going to talk about that too here real quick with Ben. Uh, but yeah, Ryan, I would say maybe somewhat to the the same degree. I would, I would describe that as myself. I mean, whenever I go out on the kayak, if we're going out to KPD or, you know, Arthur or any, you know, other place that we go to, I will guaranteed those, those have. Lakes? What's that? Lakes. Yeah, are those, they, lakes? Th- those are called lakes, if if uh, oh, you didn't that. know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will carry seven. Some of
1: them have current, though. Yes. So it can, it's like a river. Yeah, it's like they a big, big, wide, a deep river.
0: That uh, I'll have seven rods with me. Every single one will be rigged up with something different. And there have been multiple times where all of a sudden I realize I haven't picked up six other rods the entire time i've been fishing but i have tried to get better with it that if i do take all the gear i definitely try to throw things you know that are going to work for that day but try to like not just stick with one thing the problem is is that i end up catching a couple and it's like okay this is my pattern for the day and i think it was the last time nick and i fished out of keystone i caught 13 fish and every single one of them was on a white and chartreuse spinnerbait and that's I, all i used
1: i actually moved to that because i was yeah getting, like i did catch some fish that day i remember that yeah on a lipless crank like ticking it over the tops of grass lines and stuff uh. but then you're like i caught like four on this i was like well i guess that's what i'm doing now
0: yeah so i i can feel you that i end up you know just using the same things just maybe different color variations but i'm trying to get better where it's like okay i bought all the stuff to try to catch fish and i want to catch fish and on that subject uh ben my wife is not a fan of yours right now <laughs> uh, I
2: either,
0: ben. You swim, uh... <laughs> because i bought a dobbins
1: ben, ben, uh, any random person with a youtube video so Uh, bad about what he's saying yeah uh
0: yeah i bought a a dobbins uh mike buka uh swim bait rod a revo beast 4x reel that has like i can switch between regular you know regular uh handle or just the single like full torque handle
1: how many fish have you caught on it so far
0: I don't even have line on it yet. I did get my line uh, from Amazon <laughs> the other day. But in addition to that, I also spent like almost uh, – luckily, I have discounts because it would have been a lot more, uh, like 200 some dollars on nothing but swim baits. From so
1: 18 people who are listening, Greg's giving out loans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so now we've had conversation you just have to take me out and get me on fish that will bite those giant ass lures that I purchased and it'll make it all worth it. So,
1: so
2: yeah, that, it, that, we, can this do. Is that apparently we can do all
0: your fault. It's all your fault. And if I don't like, catch fish, <laughs> all this money
1: now you have to show me how to use it. You have to make sure I catch yeah. fish.
0: So if I don't catch fish, yeah. I'm going to get real depressed so and tell my wife it's your fault.
2: You do what you need to do. <laughs> it's oh, all man. good.
0: Yeah. It'll no. be
2: worth it though. It'll be worth it.
0: What yeah. do you when you got
2: a uh you know eight pound fish choking on a nine inch bait? Life is good.
0: Yeah. I I hopefully that can happen. So <laughs> we let's get back to Ryan. So you were selected to be the director for the river series and uh, you know, from what you have already said and from something, you know, Ben made mention of you being a straight up river rat. And it is definitely an area for me that I I obviously I mean, Nick and I fish a lot. and being out on the river whenever we have done floats on the kiski, were probably some of my favorite days fishing, in terms of it was just fun being out on the kayak. But also, it's targeting my probably second favorite fish to catch, and that is smallmouth. And you get to do that, Ryan, on a everyday basis because you live not on. I kind of I know where a general idea of where you are, so you might be right on the Allegheny, right at the mouth of Buffalo there, but you're probably catching one of my favorite fish on a regular basis. If uh, you're out fishing and you also, from the sounds of it, just really like dumping kayaks down the streams and having fun.
3: Yes, 100%. Um, And so what's weird about it is like as diehard of as a, as a river rat, I am like come October and I've had this discussion with Ben too, as we were having talks about like the end of the year tournaments and stuff. Come October, I'm done there. I've never experienced a fall feed in my life. I've never experienced that. Not for I, I don't know. And this again could play into my stubbornness with diversifying what I'm throwing. Um, I've done research. I've tried. I've. I mean, I have the ability to watch a YouTube video. Right. And then just walk out my back door throw my kayak on the cart and walk across the street and go try it. And I've tried and tried and tried and I've tried numerous locations and I just can't get it. So October to like March, I work seven days a week to afford my summer days. Like I take Fridays off. Um, and then like in, in April from April until September, I fish, Four, I would say on average, four to five days a week. Um, and that's, and, and I, I'm lucky to have the job that I do. Uh, my boss is good to me. I'm salaried and I work my tail off. I get home at like 1, 2 p.m. every day um, and I'm out on the water till dark. And uh, it's uh, like, I don't know why I have the addiction I do to like skinny water. I mean, I try to find the smallest, the most remote areas that I that hold bass and I just trek through the woods with my kayak and I put in and just enjoy it I mean I it's so much fun it, and there's there's so much beauty in all of kayaking but for me the moving water the changing scenery um it, it's just it's incredible I mean eagles following I've had, I've gone down Buffalo Creek and I've had a bald eagle follow me 11 miles down the creek. I would just push it. It would land on a branch and I would catch up to it and it would take off and land on a branch. And I just got to watch this eagle fly in front of me all day long. And as I'm catching smallies and you know, it's just, it's some of the most beautiful things that you can, that you can do, um, and that How many episodes
0: two- of Bob Ross painting have you watched in your life? Are you out there? <laughs> you're out there painting pretty little trees, pretty happy trees, every everywhere. No, listen, yeah, ND Andy
3: Yak Angler Matt Nelson YouTube channel. Come he's He's dudes. awesome. He's
0: he is Ross so
2: awesome. He is the Bob Ross of fishing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So true.
0: That guy, I watched him throwing uh, like Danny the duck in like stupid top water and catching massive muskie on it and pike. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, that's (laughs) just, I understand the area he fishes is a lot different than what we have here. And that those, you know, species are more prevalent, but it's just like, shit. Like, I could just watch you catch fish all damn day and not even care if I ever got a bite. Like, this would be awesome just to float beside you. Like therapeutic
2: just listening to him talk
0: it is like, it really is yeah.
3: i'm telling you dude it's that guy has such a voice for the camera and like i his actions like it's a mixture of a bunch of things like his voice is perfect he's so calm all the time where he's at is absolutely beautiful um and and it's so full of fish like i it it blows my mind the size and quantity he catches every time he makes a video it's yeah. incredible.
0: Yeah, he's I've seen him hammer smallmouth and it's just like are you, are you kidding me right now? Like and he, and he just yeah. acts like it's nothing to catch like a five-pound smallmouth in the river. Like, oh, look at this beautiful oh, fish. It's like dude, I'd be freaking the fuck out if I caught that fish on the river. Yes. <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah, but um... so like, um I like my biggest thing, so like I've recently I think last year was the first year I really started it. Um, I started bare bones fishing because I realized, like what we were talking about, how stubborn we are with all this gear we take. Right, um, the way I so like obviously being a river rat, you know, I'm I'm sometimes dragging places that are not friendly for eighty pound kayaks or hundred pound kayaks, whatever. Um, I've I've realized that. I'm not going to throw these lures. So I I only take, I literally, I don't have a black pack anymore. I, it's in my basement. I have it. I don't take a crate anymore. I take three rods. I take some plastics and it makes my, it makes my experience so much better because I don't have to worry about the daunting task of dragging unused weight around that I'm never, I'm never going to touch it. So, you know, it's, there's a lot of things. I don't know. I I just, rivers are... I, I,
1: We hear, yeah. I mean, I guess we spoke about this pre-recording a little bit. Um, I've got, you know, the big beast like Greg's got, you know, with, with the drive and everything else. But I also have a, a smaller wilderness systems, and I, I trucked it down to Texas one time, because that's where I'm from. Hired a guide from a recommendation from friends, even though I, I know the area. Like, they're like, just go out with this dude. Cause you're here for a limited time to catch some fish and we got to a point where we had to drag literally five six hundred yards through muck and mud and all this other crap and when I rolled up I had probably like four rods which normally I'm like seven or eight when I'm on the lake here and uh milk crate and probably like five planos he goes you're gonna take all that shit. <laughs> you know like that, that's that's a lot of stuff for where we're going so like I pared it down. And then we got into an area. Um, it was tough. You know, I'm i I'm a big boy. And it was, it was a it was a tough drag. But once we got to the area, there was nobody around schooling redfish in the Gulf and stuff like that. It was one of the best days I ever I ever had um fishing, just because nobody's out there, the fish weren't spooky. So you could roll up on schooling redfish tailing, you know, in the shallows and just start blasting them. Just throw his throwing in it didn't even matter what lure you had you know any kind of like small swim baitish type thing that mimicked like a small mullet they would hit it you just roll it right through the pod you, you start working on the edges of the pod and get those ones in on the edges then you start rolling it right through the middle and just hooking up and they grab stuff and just run so it was i i understand what you're saying i hear you um, but I also like having both. I like having the big, massive boat um, for comfort, but I also like having the small one for river and small stuff too. Uh,
0: the the dropping down the amount of gear you take, I feel that as someone who is a gear junkie that I do buy a lot of tackle, uh, that, you know, Ben, I've sent you pictures of my crankbait box that, is loaded beyond belief with crankbaits (laughs) and i maybe have thrown like five or six out of the entire plano like deep box that i have but i guess it's just that that comfort level of knowing i have something that can probably handle this situation i'm going to be in but at the same time on ryan's side Man, it would just be nice to get out of the damn truck, throw the kayak in the water with two rods and be like peace and just go well, out and start fishing. To me, it's
1: like, yeah, I'm still throwing the same shit ninety percent of the time, but it's always that what if to me. What yeah. If I need that extra yep. 10%, which ten percent is really like eighty percent of the gear of Fox. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that's that's where I I do the same thing like every time I go anywhere, like I'm an overpacker when I go on vacation and shit like that. Like I, I, can't just pack a backpack full of clothes. Like, well, what if I need this? What, if, what if, yeah. you know, what if this happens? I need, I need to take That's this, and it's part of my problem.
3: But one thing I've noticed about lakes, when I do events on lakes or when I go, I hardly ever. I, I will be honest. I don't fun fish lakes. Um, I have, um, and I'll touch on why in a minute. But um, when I've fished events on lakes, um, I've noticed even with my limited gear. Um lakes and there was an event that I ran in. I did tons of research. I think it was I can't remember which trail it was, but it was an event on Pima Tuning. Um I think it was the PA Bass Nation. Yes. Kayak Bass Nation event. Um did a ton of research, topographical research with my buddy Phil. Um we, we zeroed in on a place and it just didn't it didn't work. We weren't I caught one fish. Um it didn't work, and I, I texted him, told him, like, I'm loading up, I'm going up to this other place. Um, and the cool thing about lakes, is, and that don't like one of the only things I like about lakes is that uh, you can get to a whole different like you habitat.
0: Can, yeah, in, you like, can load may. up and relaunch. Right. It's, so what yeah.
3: I'm throwing, where I'm at, may not be working, but if I look at the map, like I put in and I caught a fish right on a stump on the bank. And the time of year it was and the water temperature it was, they should not have been there. So in my head, I was like, well, this fish is somewhere where it shouldn't be. It's shallow. It's up against the bank. It's on a log. I'm going to find a shallow place. I went up to Red Cross, I think. I don't remember exactly where it was, but I ran into Aaron Proper up there. I also ran in to the kid that won the event up there. I'm not going to say his name or give away anything, but the kid that won the event fished where I ended up um and and they were and it it was it's a massive shallow uh like cove and and it's separated pretty much from the main lake by a narrow channel and the water temperature was 10 degrees different the fish were all in i mean there were a ton of fish in there um and and it's what's neat about lakes is that like you can find those things if you know what to look for i mean you just have to know what to look for and and that's why i think that the, the low gear taking limited gear it doesn't it it has its drawbacks but if you know how to work around the drawbacks finding different habitats and ecosystems um it, it'll work you'll catch fish you just go somewhere else yeah. <laughs> maybe i don't know
0: it, I it worked for I me know...
3: that day i caught three fish after i got there
0: yeah i know that for me whenever nick and i have floated the kiski we've done it twice now um
3: where'd you guys float
0: we both
1: more to Roaring Run is
3: yeah. Yeah. I
0: have more to Roaring, Roaring Spring, whatever that is that's down there.
1: That's a good float. Yeah. One of that's, I I love all of it. It's very scenic that part, like, you know, for a while, uh, which I like, it feels like I'm of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That I, this past summer, I actually floated every stretch. I finished every stretch from the dam, at the Conema Dam all the way down to my house. Um, and that was cool for me because, I mean, I've lived here my whole life, and I probably should have accomplished that a long time ago. But um, I pick my favorite. I have favorite sections that I do. Um, but, yeah, no, that river, that river's a special place. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Can no,
0: on. no, you're fine. This is just saying, and it's, you know, it, the first time we did it, I was more uh more green in the area of bass fishing, and then the next time it was a little bit you know more experience with some stuff and everything. but in thinking back, I feel that I gravitated to whopper ploppers. That's whenever I found out what a Ned rig was and was like, oh, this kills for these smallmouth fish. Let me throw this. I think I caught one and it was sight fishing for it. So it wasn't really like a good experience of using that that lore. Um but having you know it just it makes for probably a better experience to just know that, like, okay, I have set up one, two, three. This is what I'm going to throw, and I'm just going to hit, like, the areas as I'm floating, paddling, whatever you're doing, that, like, okay, these are my high percentage areas. I'm going to work different areas of the water column, and if I don't catch fish there, like, the fish aren't there, and I got to move on and go to, like, my next spot that I want to hit and everything. But the what I enjoy about the river is the float aspect in that we floated that section twice. One time took us over half the day. Uh, yeah, we took almost like 12 hours to float eight miles and we had a blast doing it. We fished our asses off that day, but then we floated that same section again and we did it in like seven hours and it was just like, okay, you know, this is all slow pool. Let's just like paddle our asses out of here, get into the next run and get into like, you know, that water where we anticipated holding, you know, bigger smallmouth and everything, which I I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this question, but is that your favorite fish to go after, Ryan?
3: Yes. That's the only fish I go after.
0: <laughs> you don't uh, okay, go, keep keep going with that. And it is behind, I would honestly say, smallmouth or tied with me for steelhead for the fun fish so to I'm catch. Still a
1: redfish guy, even though I'm up here, like those, those are my favorite fish.
0: Yeah. Up. I mean, you've said that you've seen guys absolutely blow up drag system on a reel after yeah, catching one just, fish.
1: Uh, you know, you think of how steelhead run, imagine them having just as much space as they need to run. Yeah. And they just, just blast off like your if your drag systems aren't lubed up they're burning out you need to do drag washers after a good day of red fishing if, if they're not if your gear isn't right
0: that's that's so, crazy
1: yeah they'll absolutely destroy <laughs> your stuff in a good way
0: yeah, yeah man, it's it'd way. be it'd be a it, it's far
1: few between when i can get down there and do it but man they just because it's shallow so they're not it's not like a bass where they might pull back down deep they just go, they just go straight, they just go away from you, you know, and then they might double back and run into your kayak. And you're trying not to get shit wrapped around your other rods and your, you know, your rod tips in the water. And yeah, it's, it can be a hectic, a hectic time. Just it, pure it,
0: chaos. Way ever. You know? Yeah. Uh So Ryan, it's the only fish you go after. Uh, however, you said you have fished some, some lakes. Yeah. Understand that that you,
3: you... I, I have fished for other fish. I just, I love smallmouth.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, what's not to love about smallmouth? but you have grown up fishing on the river and you've said you have kayaked. Uh, I think it was before we actually started recording, but you said you have kayaked for, for years on yes. those river and stream systems around you. Yeah, my uncle, my uncle, and his name's Bump. My uncle Bump actually
3: took me on my first kayak trip, which I still have that kayak. He gave it to me. Um, It's my little one. She's eleven. That's her kayak now. So it's a third generation kayak. Uh, It's just a little Sun Dolphin sit-in. But uh, my first trip, I was twelve years old. He took me down the Kiski River, and uh, it was—I honestly, it was the most amazing thing I've ever experienced in my life. Like it was. It was the coolest thing at 12 years old. I mean, you think about the things you do when you're 12 years old, kayaking down a river and trying to fish while you're doing it. You, would, you wouldn't you would imagine doing those things. Um, and I got to start at a young age, and it was, it, it's been lights out ever since. I mean, I, at 12, I'm 34 now, so that's 22 years. Um, and there was a little hiatus in my early 20s when I was, you know, doing – young 20 year old things but um i've pretty much been kayaking for 20 years um and it's it's by far one of my favorite things to do but kayaking and wade fishing are like they go hand they're synonymous for me like because I'm... i can I, it's 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 like one of those things like i, I found a power micro power pole that that is awesome because now I don't ever have to leave my kayak, but there are certain instances where I'm in some crazy ass water and I need to just get out and hold my bearings with my feet and, and fish that area. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I fish for trout a lot. That's how it all started. I was probably, I, I don't even remember how old I was. It was how young I was. Um, my dad took me to uh deer lakes park. There's a little lake. Yeah, there's a couple of lakes up that. there. Yeah. Yeah. My dad, and his father who's passed away since um that's where i started trout fishing and then when i was a i I think it was like 10 or 9 we started going to bogsville on buffalo creek i know exactly
0: where you are yep
3: right down i grew up on sarver road up the just probably two miles from that spot on buffalo creek and every day it's been a tradition my entire life other than when my brother was in the military, um, my brother, my older brother, my dad, and me, we go down there every first day and that's where we spend our day. So it's a tradition thing and, and it's branched out. I do chase largemouth. Um, not, I don't, ch- I don't know. I don't chase them. It's just that the experiences are completely different for me. But um, all I have mouth, hunt,
1: pack and uh, light. On a kayak oh, yeah Wade fishing, you need to get yep. down to get some redfish. I'm just telling you, that's right up your alley. Because oh. that's what it's all about down there. It's skinny, skinny water. Like you, some of the water you're fishing in is six inches deep. I've watched,
3: I've watched the videos. Those dudes with those like fifteen foot stakeout poles, like pushing the
1: boats along the flats and stuff. Kayaks in the way to go, though. kayak for sure. Man, that's you can get into spots where they can't get into. Like I was telling you before the, before the podcast, when I went out and we were dragging, there's not a single flat boat that can get in that area. That's wild. But like a light kayak, you can drag it, drag it on. And it's not something you can wait out there because it's mud. You'll sink down to your. To your hips, you know, and mud. But once you get past the drag, you're just you're just in the kayak, and there's parts where you're literally you're not using your paddle. You're just like sticking your feet out and like pushing your kayak along in your feet because you're in like four inches of water. That's fantastic. And, and I find myself it's, doing that. It's something. a hunt. It's a hunt. It's not a you know. It's more than just fishing, because you're it's all sight fishing, and that skinny water. You're looking for tailing pods yep. of redfish yeah, that, that's it and they and regardless of how much they fight and stuff like that like that's that'd be right up your alley for what you like already <laughs> i know it's a i know you're a long way from places to do that but you know if you had if you had some cash and a trip in mind like if i would you i'd go down to either you know the texas or louisiana gulf and uh, hit some of those bay systems up for like the slot redfish with the basket you already have. And you would have an absolute blast. Uh,
0: before I get into something that um, Ryan brought up, I do want to touch base real quick uh, on one other thing for your golf fishing trip. And that is you did you land the redfish after Oh, that story? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So same trip sort of guide out. We drugged, we got in there and, and you know, we were, I was hammering them even to the point where, like, you know, the guy was pointing them out, I said, no, you got to get it on this too. And he was catching a fish. Um, and I saw a school of uh, seagulls working and you could see the fish underneath them. And I said, I'm going to go after it. He's like, go ahead. Went over there. And, you know, we're just using all artificial lures. You know, it's basically light tackle bass gear. Like You're using, you know, medium lights and sometimes light casting rods uh, for these fish. You're not using big, heavy stuff because you're casting smaller lures. Um, Get out there to this spot of birds working, uh, hammered out a cast. And what happens was one of the seagulls took my lure midair, dragged it up. Started running with it. I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, it was just like panic. So I like yanked my rod, and you got to think—you know—I'm in a kayak. I got a couple of rods behind me. I yanked it, that lure out of that that bird's mouth. The lure drops right—and this is not a fucking joke. The lure drops right in the pod of the schooling redfish. A redfish grabs it and starts running. But by that time, my line was wrapped around the rods in the back of my kayak. And just starts running, so I'm I'm trying to turn around and like get the line out while the redfish is running. It's like bending two of the rods like over completely, and it's running. And it, it was just complete panic for about forty five seconds. Like the craziest shit ever. I did not get that fish in. <laughs> I was already like we were. I was already like one away from my limit. I think I ended up getting my limit thirty minutes later. But it just, it was just absolute insanity. Wrap, you know, fish grabs it, drops it, you know, or bird grabs it, drops it, fish grabs it, runs with it, and wrap it around all my rods. And I'm trying not to like let him snap the damn rods. And once I get it, they got a little loose for a second. And as soon as it got loose, it like, it got off. Yeah. It, it was, uh, you know, probably one of the most memorable fishing experiences I've ever had. Um, and that's like, dog. that.
3: That's like the, the most incredible thing about kayak fishing and fishing in general. Usually, the, the things you remember are things like that. Like, I, my one of my most memorable catches, I caught a 19-inch smallmouth. I threw a whopper plopper. It got hooked on a log. And I'm sitting there freaking, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, the memes where the guy's just, like, yanking the rod back and forth. I was doing that. I don't got to see the you know, memes that happens to
0: me almost every yeah, time. Yeah, I was going to say, around. memes? That's <laughs> That might be me and that meme you're looking at.
3: Flew out, went across the creek I was fishing and landed on the bank by a rock. On the other side, literally the whole way across the creek, I pulled so hard, it landed on the other <laughs> side. And as soon as it hit, boom, gone. I caught a 19-inch smallmouth. Like it's, and then here we are beat, racking our brains over how to catch
1: fish. Oh, I know, and that's how like. it was that day. That was just <laughs> just one of those days because I got done. I I caught my limit of redfish, um, and those I don't keep bass, but redfish are delicious. So when I get a chance to actually go down there, um, which isn't often, I'll I'm going to keep those and cooler them and take them back and eat them because they're they're phenomenal. Uh, a lot of the saltwater fish I feel the same way about. And then I was like, okay, well we got this little area where it was kind of like you know a little inlet that opens up kind of near where our drag was and there's a little deeper water and he goes there's always a few flounder here i caught my you know and i grew up in that area i grew up on the coast but i caught my two personal best flounder one and two in that same area within an hour while we were like okay we're done with the redfish. let's let's see what else we can do you know, I caught one. It was I don't know, like twenty-two inches or something, which is
0: is that pretty,
1: big? Oh yeah, really? Uh, are panita fish big? Okay. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Oh damn. <laughs> okay.
1: Anyhow. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, they're that's big. Like anything over like really twenty inches is big. And I think this was twenty-two, twenty-three. So okay. 22 23 and like a 20 inch, um, all in the same day. I think you can only keep two of those. So yeah. those are another like great
0: eaten fish. Yeah, uh, I've, I've had, I've, I've had redfish. I don't know if I've had flounder. Uh, so Ryan, you brought up something that actually, uh, you brought up a couple things and one, um, is kind of near and dear to me as of late uh, in the past couple years, and that is wade fishing for smallmouth. Uh, I live near the Conaquenessing Creek, which I haven't fished a lot of other stream systems. Um, so I can't necessarily vouch for how a lot of those other ones fish. I can say that I is maybe somewhat underrated. And I have caught some massive smallmouth out of that stream, just wearing a pair of water shoes, board shorts and carrying a backpack with some Ned rigs and plastics yeah. to go along with it. Yeah. And having a seven foot ultra light. And that's all that I had. And those are some phenomenal days of fishing. I po- I had COVID, uh, which would have been like September of 2021. 2000- of and, I went out like the first day I felt better and I had a 20 fish day and caught my two PBs out of that stream. It was just like, and it was just nothing but waiting, like wet waiting. It's, it's so much fun. Yep.
3: It really is. It really is. I So the Connequinescent Creek, I haven't fished that a whole lot, even though it's literally I, like I live in Freeport. I live right down 356 from Connequinescent. Now I've, I actually, and Ben can vouch for this too. um, I went and I was helping him out, set up some, just to get eyes on like obstructions for an event last year that he had on the Conoco, was actually the event that I won on a different Creek. I was scouting (laughs) Conoco nesting for him down my way so that he could get an idea of like what could be open and safe for the anglers with as far as low heads go. Um and I I actually <laughs> I don't really like admitting to it, but walking through where I did, I kinda it was a little bit illegal, but I needed to go and make sure that the low head was passable or whatever. There were a couple I think there were three low heads. And um you better believe I took my NRS shoe, my boots, my, my NRS weight wade, wade shoes. Um my I just wear gym shorts because I don't really give a shit if I get wet or whatever. Um and uh and and I didn't take a backpack because just how I am, even when I'm waiting, like I'm minimalist at best. I'll I'll take like a Whopper plopper in the box that comes in and put it in my pocket, and then a a pack of plastics,
0: and that's it. I was really hoping you were gonna say you're rocking a fanny pack down the creek. That's what I was (laughs) really. I actually,
3: I've I've actually thought about it, but. Um, so I went wading down to Connequencing and I, have only ever been on it. I went once Adam Dobbinspec took me on a float and it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. And we caught some fish. It wasn't phenomenal, but we had a good day. It was a good day. It was a fun day. Um, that was actually the first time I ever floated that. And I think that was two years ago. And, uh, you know, I went in these low heads, I, you know, I, I'm a low, I'm a sucker for low heads, any kind of like aeration, Um, on these, on these bodies of water on rivers, especially if you find aeration, you're going to find fish when you, when you find a major change in current, you're going to find fish, um, below spillways or low heads or any kind of drop in the topography. There's a major change in the current and fish are just in my experiences. They're always there. You'll always at least catch one. And, uh, I went to these low heads and I caught, I went to the one and I sent Ben, I think two pictures of fish yeah. and <laughs> I went to another one and I sent Ben a picture of a fish, a bigger fish. And then I went to the last one and this low head, it, it's horrible that it, I don't think anybody fished there. Cause the, like the low head was impassable. Um, it was a very, very treacherous area, um, below the low head. And leading into it, the current leading into that low head was just—it was brutal. Um, but I caught—I think it was like an eighteen and three-quarter inch smallmouth in like four inches of water up against the backside of this low head. It was—it was phenomenal. And this was just scouting. Like I was just going to help a buddy. Like I'm, yeah, I'm taking a rod. <laughs> like you know, I'm taking a rod to see what's here. Like if there's fish here. Yeah, there was fish at every single one of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. As I say with my buddies Where exactly did you catch that fish? <laughs> uh, so drop, ben, a pen. drop a pen. Yeah drop a pin for me please <laughs> uh, The other thing uh, That I want to bring up And we'll move on But in regards to trout season Now Ryan and Ben may know this Nick you may not know this And maybe Ryan and Ben don't know this either did yes, you I've know that the, the night before trout season, I think is like one of the most heavily partied times in Western Pennsylvania.
3: Yes. Have you ever heard of yellow dog?
0: Yeah. My parents live in Worthington. I know exactly where yellow dog <laughs> is. Like, so there is uh, a Buffalo Creek. Like if you're going to, uh, I don't think you've actually been to my parents' house. I know you've came to mind, but um whenever you get into Worthington, there's like a four way stop sign, you make a left, you drop down over and it takes you down to Buffalo Creek, which is on the lower side of the catch and release areas that we have fished and everything. Um, so there is probably a five mile long section of Creek that runs right alongside the road Friday night into a Saturday for trout season. Uh, They stopped allowing this to happen, but rewind like 10 15 years ago, that whole area would be lined almost like camper to camper, truck bed to truck bed, the entire way down through that section of nothing but people like partying and having a good time before the opening day of trout the next day. Like, my dad and his buddy every year for I don't know how many years would go out the night before to all these like friends that were having parties on the, the stream. And there were many years where little Greg wasn't in the Creek at 8 AM whenever you're allowed to start fishing. Cause Papa Moorhead was hung over from the night before from doing too much partying in these uh, Creek Creek side get togethers.
2: Yeah. He sounds more fun I, than you. Oh, <laughs> I have never heard of that before. That is news. Are to you me.
0: serious? I, really?
2: Yeah. I, I did not know that. Uh, oh, that's like I was supposed to cult- go out and party. Yeah. yeah
1: I'm not, I'm not, not originally cult- from here. So that that is absolutely news to me. Yeah. Too, okay. yeah.
0: I mean, Ryan, I know, so, has to I have, have had. I definitely I don't. There, I have, have fish, more. I don't
1: fish opening day at trout,
0: but yeah. I have more in depth, stupid experiences like I
3: can
1: that catch, um, when people leave. Yeah.
3: But there I can't talk about I can't talk about those years of my life. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I, I fully can understand my uh my one really good buddy from high school. He his parents had they bought an old school bus and, uh, and it turned it turned into like the party bus for they went to um Ryan, you're probably familiar with it. Blue Hole in buffalo creek Yep. yep yeah that's outside of uh of outside of craigsville they parked that bus and like we would always for like three or four years in a row i would go with them we would like throw our sleeping bags in the bus they took all the seats out it was just like a rolling sleeping house basically yes so ben we're you know this this episode is all about Ryan, I mean, you're re repeat, so you're kind of like a rerun. We don't really care too much about you, but we'll <laughs> have... said it either,
2: yeah, but like, ah, we have
0: yeah, so we'll just have you on in the background is uh white noise so we can go to sleep, but I wouldn't be here about yeah, so my question is, obviously we have said the the series this year is getting split up into uh Lake and River series you targeted ryan as your director for the river series and why do you feel as if he was the the proper fit for this
2: yeah i'm putting i'm putting you i'm putting you on the spot
0: yes yeah be honest ben
3: (laughs) yeah if you knew i was gonna say yes tell me that yeah
0: (laughs) but no i know that you the the first episode or the second episode whenever you were on you had said that you had someone lined up for it and everything and you knew that he was the right guy for because you know he i think actually self-described him self as a river rat that was proper grammar right there yeah but uh so
1: you're a teacher right can you correct that please
0: he only knows
2: two plus two okay Yeah, yeah yeah it's all good
0: but no, I uh, why I mean, why do you feel Ryan fit the, the for. yeah, fit the bill? <laughs> well,
2: so uh, you know, I, I'm a lake guy, I you know, I do, I love smallmouth, uh, but I have an unhealthy uh addiction to trying to catch the largest large mouth in a body of water, so like that is uh, that's I love doing that, and so uh, I enjoy fishing rivers, I enjoy fishing moving water but you know being honest with myself about it, if we're gonna run a series, I that's not my, my area of expertise like I can I can you know know a little bit about uh, the moving water and, and I do fairly decent on in tournaments when we're on moving water uh, but I, I don't uh, that's just not my lifestyle, you know what I mean And I, I think that if, if you're gonna have somebody that's gonna, be a part of a river series you want that river series to have somebody who has that lifestyle and is all about that and i think that's the the best thing that you can have and i didn't even think of anybody else ryan was the first one that popped up and um i mean i have talked to ryan off and on uh for a while and uh he you know I knew he was the guy. I was just, I was glad he said yes. I was like, I don't know if he says yes. Cause I don't know anybody else doing, but.
0: So um, did you guys have what, like were there conversations between the two of you that were kind of like the catalyst to get the, the ball rolling with looking at having a separate river series?
2: Well, I think, I mean, and Ryan probably can jump in on this, this too. Uh, you know, being in Western PA, you know, we have some different uh, tournament series. You know that we've fished, and we probably started somewhere. And and um, you know, it, it, it's, you see like little little spots where, like, oh yeah, there's a there's a river event that's cool. Oh, there's a there's a creek event. Oh, that's cool. And there used to be a um, you know a pretty hefty river series, uh, moving water series, uh, river bass in in you know the area. Um, and so, like it it's been here it's, we have great moving water and it just disappeared. And then nobody really like committed full force to uh, a moving water series. Everyone just kind of like played around and trickled with it a little bit. And, and um, I just, I thought it was time to to bring it back. I thought it was, yeah. it felt like it for was me, right.
3: Yeah. For me, it was like a match made in heaven. Right. So like um, I, so there's NPA there's now there's, there's also slay nation now, but so there's slay nation, there's kayak anglers, which kayak anglers is how I got started into all of this. And, and they have chapters all over PA and they're all great. Um, there's now there's also PA bass nation kayak series and also Keystone. So out of all, like I found myself literally picking the river events out of each of these trails, never competing for aoi never you know river anglers never had that to chase for the year um and it's something that that in my head i'm a very short term minded person like in my head i've been wanting this to happen for about four years now um i just never i i don't know i didn't know how to be like okay i'm gonna go start a river trail like I I just never knew how to do it, and I've been wanting it to happen. And Ben reached out to, and I've known Ben. I met Ben, I think on, Kale Lake or Yellow Yellow Creek Lake or something.
2: No, nah, it was At Kale. Yeah, it was it was that Kale, Kale event. We did
1: that. Uh, it was like yeah, a team event. And like, Aaron actually I you were guy, how you made these people on lakes?
3: Yeah, so, <laughs> it
2: was a rare event. <laughs> again, and, well, I actually Holy
3: so. Shit. <laughs> I met Ben there, and and really, right around that time is when I was like, man, I really, you know, it's just it's unfathomable to me. Did I say that right? Unfathomable to me. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. Pennsylvania does not have a a river. Teacher,
1: he's not a grammar teacher.
0: You don't have to worry about it. (laughs)
3: So, and Ben, Ben, literally, he was like, hey, um, when you get a minute, call me um you know i i want to talk about some things and i called him and he like we were just chit chatting about fishing and stuff and of course ben was talking about chasing big large mouth with swim baits and i'm like yeah get out of here with that shit uh, <laughs> i was on a river with a small I... mouth and uh and he's he brought it up he said look like this is something that we've talked about um performance he he works with Hansel at performance with Keystone, the the well now it's the Lake Series, but um, it's something that we talked about and his team too. I mean, he has a great team, a great group of guys, um, very helpful. Um, he said this is something we talked about, and you know, I re- really want somebody to to that knows rivers, like he said earlier. You know, just I, I eat, sleep, and breathe rivers and creeks. And uh, he said, What do you, how do you feel about being a director for the river series? And I said, I, Are you freaking kidding me? Like, that's what I've, I've wanted that to be a thing for so many years now. Yes, absolutely. And uh, it really, it, it just, it, it couldn't have happened any better. Like, it, it's, I'm super excited. I've already got some sponsors. I'm not going to sponsor drop yet, but I've got okay. some like <laughs> river sponsors that, they, they just fit what river fishing is perfectly. Um, You know, actually I will, I'll drop who, who I have. I'm going to do it. Uh, a Shegan <laughs> brand. I reached out to a Shegan brand. We're still working on what we're really going to do because they are a clothing brand, but it's to me, a Shegan brand represents a lifestyle, not just clothing, like apparel, fishing apparel, smallly apparel. It's, okay. it's a lifestyle. It's the river rat mentality. It's, now, and their, and not to mention, I mean, their clothes are some of the hottest shit you can buy as far as smallmouth fishing goes. Um, so
0: you need to. Who is this again? Because actually, this is something I've never heard of. A Ashigan
3: brand. Um, it's A-C-H-I-G-A-N. A Ashigan brand, and Ashigan is like I don't. It's it's like an Algonquin native, some other term for a smallmouth fish. It's what it's a fighter. It means. Okay the fighter um and also uh those guys are they're tied with uh Smalley, they have ties with smally talk podcast which i don't know if you've heard of but if you haven't you need to listen to them if you like smallmouth and you want to be better at smallmouth fishing smally talk podcast i'm telling you you will hear some of the juiciest juice on that podcast it's a good
0: one so nice um, I, literally, I literally just went to their website and i love the for those who bleed bronze that's that's yeah. pretty cool i like that
3: yeah, yeah it's a, it's a cool thing they did actually a neat thing this year um a Shigan branded. it was called Smalley games and it was pretty much like do you remember the mcdonald's monopoly right
0: yeah did the you, people oh, yes. uh yeah. there was the it, hbo it, special put it that on the like,
2: board.
0: yeah but there was the hbo oh. special that people were uh fraudulently getting the yes like yes. big big ticket uh winners and everything but so, go ahead sorry
3: what, what is she what is she can brand did is um they created Smally games um i don't know who the mastermind was or masterminds um but josh shrenko he's a great dude um i actually stayed in the susky Susque- we had a susky house for the hobie event last summer and he invited me to stay with them and it was it was phenomenal but he came up with this game, right? It's and it was literally the goal of it was to get people out outdoors and out fishing and fishing more. Because what happens is, is you know we all live busy lives, and this was just to incentivize being out fishing more. And you, you would catch a seventeen, and you would there was a game board that came. You, you buy it and it, and you get this big game board. It's a big poster, and every like if you catch a seventeen-inch smallmouth you get a one-by-one game piece and you put it on your board. And then there's like wild card challenges where, and and Michael was where the first one of the year, I think it was catch topwater water. In, in, I
0: think it's it was like,
1: like McDonald's monopoly again. That's what he that's said. So yeah, oh, yeah, was, I missed it. I was. Yeah,
0: I was, no, was that's ex- that's exactly what you was saying. Yep. Damn it! Yeah. So, I'm so like, to the
1: party
3: again. The, the, the wild card. There was a wild card each month. Um, I think the one it was like in February or March. Um, catch a smallmouth topwater, and I was out on my kayak. I literally, I wanted to get this done. I'm like, I know I can do this one because topwater is my shit, right? So I go out Buffalo Creek. The water is like thirty nine or forty degrees, I think. Oh Jesus! And I thought I caught a smallmouth with a whopper plopper, and it—you know—I got my wild card. It's this big sticker. Um, you put it on your game board. There's a slot for the wild cards. Um, it was a—it's a really neat thing, and it, it's like, like I said, a Shigan brand is more to me is I view it as like a culture. It's 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 a place where I go to fuel my desires as far as fishing goes you know what i mean
0: yeah i clicked on them and i see uh they have uh nd yak angler as one of their guys so yep yeah that's pretty that's,
3: cool yeah and then uh another uh, so that was that's apparel and I, I really i'm promoting them as a culture and in why i wanted to work with them as a sponsor is because you know there's they do more than just sell clothes like Um, one of their things they do the, the wet boy Wednesday, I think it's called or something like that. And, uh, it's like informative. They, they give, they have literal like biologists on, on their podcast, which is the Smalley Talk podcast. They they have biologists explain why things are the way they are, why fish do what they do, why they are where they are, you know, what happens when, you know, it's just there's a lot of things that you can learn from them and it, it, it's, it's really good. And then as far as baits go, I ended up, uh, and this was a no brainer for me because I've been using them for years. Um, even with a, the, the, the company has been sold and bought by another guy. Um, it's four, one, two bait company and, mm-hmm. uh, and scared fishless. And Joe, he's the owner of both of those companies. Um, Joe's, you know, he, he's an avid fisherman, loves fishing, um, and he puts out good product and, and the product he puts out, I mean, I catch so many fish, smallmouth. I I don't want to say fish I, cause I don't have a lot of experience catching largemouth, but you know, there are guys that, you know, they catch all bass, but you know, the things that I use with them, the, what the, the five inch, uh, stick, the stick bait, the, I use a, what's called a free minnow. It's like, I use the five inch free minnow, um, It's got a tapered, it's like a Senko, but it has like a tapered tail to where it gets really thin on the end. Um, I use that as like a Ned Rig or a Wacky if it's a different presentation. Um, They have craws. You know, Scared Fishless has some really, really good um, trout. They have good um, jigs, trout lures, um, bass lures. They do, he has inline spinners. Um, He's just got so many good things and the options are you know, there's a lot of options between the two and I'm super excited to have them on board because, you know, it's just river to me, river fishing. When I go out fishing, I have four or five bags of four, one, two laying under my feet and that's just how it is. So I'm super excited for that. I'm really excited for all of this, man. Like this really is like, as, as adults and grown men, like we always try to find those things that like Whoa, really
1: watch it watch you're come. calling adults here
3: <laughs> as older folks um there's not a lot you know that we have to really that, that gets us going um the way fishing does you know what i mean and and it's really neat to have this i'm i'm beyond
0: excited so the um Oh for Oh no, sorry. I just had like a total mind blank what I was going to say there. Uh get it together. I know. I'm I'm pulling it all together. Let me recenter my chi here. So the on the actual on the Facebook page they announced the Rivers uh I, yeah, you guys did announce the Rivers and what what are they off the top of off the top of your domes because I apologize I do not remember which one
2: were I'm at the moment. I'm bringing it up. Um, because we had so <laughs> Oh man, we changed it so many. I mean, how many times yeah, we did we, did. It? <laughs> we did. <laughs> and, and,
3: and it changed for good reasons too, though. Yeah, because what we're ultimately trying to do here is run these together but separate. Um, what we're trying to offer is the ability for somebody to go fish a whole weekend. And fish a lake and a river, like one, like so. All of the lake series, if I'm not mistaken, they're all on Saturdays. I haven't really torn down the lake schedule. Yeah,
2: they're. Looked at they're, it. Yeah, the most. Um, there's only like a couple events that don't match up, um, but yeah, the lakes tend to be on Saturday. The river tends to be on Sunday, um, and uh, some of the we try to match the lakes up in close proximity to the moving water. So it's, it's within reason you're not driving like halfway across the state to, to do, you know, fish two days in a row. Um, so there were two, I think there were two events that, and me being a
3: river rat, I mean, there are some places that just river chatter, like just talk about like this place is good or that place is good. Um, I've reached out, I've reached out to many people and, uh, you know, ultimately we're set where we're at and i'm happy with it i think i think the folks that are fishing these events are going to be happy with where these events are um what's really awesome is is we live in pennsylvania there's like a thousand rivers so like (laughs) the planning for this is super easy for on my end because you know i can i can you know we can plan further ahead and and we can gauge our future events based off like we can like say like eastern events right yeah nothing against the eastern guys at all like kayak anglers of eastern pa they have good turnouts for their events it's just that's like with pa bass nation kayak series when they went out to i think it was Knocka Mixon, or uh, they went out somewhere east and there, i think there were like six people that that fished it um so like at, and and we just this year there were a couple that i had out east Um, that, you know, and again, this, there's two reasons why everything changed in planning. And one of them being, you know, we, we can't work, we can't put all our eggs in that basket and expect to succeed. Um, and the other reason is we are trying to run this within reason. Like, I don't want to have an event on, let's say the Delaware river. Right. And then Ben's Saturday lake event is on Lake Erie. That's just not feasible. Yeah. I, I'm going to be either he's going to be taking guys from that could possibly fish the river event from me, or I'm going to be taking guys that could possibly want to go fish Lake Erie from him. So we don't want to do that. So we're trying to keep it within reason. So the events are.
0: I'm go ahead. I'm looking at it now as well. Okay. So June, we,
3: June, Juniata, Juniata, right? Cause that was a play on words. And that's why I picked that date. And it's a good time to fish Juniata. We've got, Um, We've got some things in the works for the event on the yacht. Um, There's some things that can't be talked about yet that uh, there might be some bigger, bigger picture happenings going on for that event. But the second event event is on in July on the yacht. Okay. Uh, Then again, so the schedule also changed because of permitting for rivers is different than it is for, boundary lakes on boundary lakes the bass season the heart lake, the the closed season for bass doesn't technically count because it's a border a border lake right so that's their yeah, way so like uh
2: rivers yes yeah rivers, and yeah
3: so so the river series got cut a little short and we had to cram it in a little bit because you can't get permits for an event when you can't fish for bass right so yeah we've Oh, okay. So we got an event early in July, and then we've got an event at the end of July on the Clarion, and I'm super excited for that one because I've never fished the Clarion. I fished it once, but it wasn't like a trip. I kind of just went up there with some buddies, and like they have a camp up there, and I think it's Seagull or Seagull or whatever that is up there,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and uh, you know we went down. Uh, yeah. I
0: think it's about it's Seagle, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Yeah, they, they get so I went and messed around up there, and that river's I'm really looking forward to that one. And then August Connemakiski, um, that one's going to be a lot of fun because that's in my backyard. Um, that's I've got some cool things in the works for that too. Um, and then September, so September is going to be the river championship. I know Ben touched on this on how I think he touched on it on how the championships are going to work. So, like, The River Series is going to have four AOI qualifier events. And then the River Series will have the River Championship, which is on the Susquehanna. And then the Lake Series is going to have its AOI qualifying events. And then they are going to have their championship on the Allegheny Reservoir. And then the top 10 of both of those individual championships are going to meet for the two-day kayak bass series overall champion. And it's going to be really cool. That event is in October. And the lake is Wilhelm, which if you like to throw swim baits and you like... Big shed baits. Big
0: shed baits. Yep. Yep. Funny, I ordered some of those.
3: That's going to be really neat seeing how that plays out. And then... The middle Allegheny, which the Allegheny is, you know, it's one of the, it's, I'd say it's probably the second top producer for smallmouth in the state. I, I, I don't know for certain, but I'd say, you know, for fishing in my experiences, I think the Allegheny comes in second in the state as far as big rivers. I, we needed a big river for a championship to give options. Um, and that's, and that's where we're at. And uh,
0: I mean, and it's the fact that you're doing, you know, it's a month apart, but still, like you're doing the Susky at the beginning of of September, which is gonna probably is gonna be phenomenal yeah. fishing. It's something yeah. that Nick and I actually have talked yeah. about. With it's, like,
1: it's not something we've done, but yeah, it's it's like, like you go. so.
3: So all you have to do is fish. You know, your 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 best three out of your four events in the Aoi, you qualify for the championship. There you go. You're at the Susky in September. Well, I ain't
1: competing for a damn thing other than
2: maybe getting
3: a buzz and having a good
2: time
1: like yeah, that's, that's my competition go down
2: the river. Yeah.
1: I, I already told Ben like I'll be your dude I'll, I'll be like the uh the uh beer cart equivalent you know, on the golf course to fish it. Like when I can when I can manage it.
0: Yeah. I don't think you do that on the river series. Just float by one time and be like, here, six
1: pack. Here you well, go. Yeah, I'll just be standing <laughs> at like one particular pot spot. And then I'll go get in the car and then I'll go back to another spot. But you gotta like throw me some cash on the yeah. other side. That's it. <laughs> this ain't fun yeah it's just it's <laughs> yeah on, uh, beer <laughs> come on, Bear, come on. Uh, maybe not Ryan, like, but everybody else. i like
3: fishing these events <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you, because like realistically who who goes and says you know i'm gonna go let me look at the map here real quick like i'm gonna go and fish the Shaikill river i'm gonna go float the shikil river this weekend with my boys like mo- most people don't just do that like these events, they give me reason
1: to go. No, I, like, I hear you. I love, like, I love fishing rivers like you do. But I guess a little over a year ago, I started a business, which mean, which meant like this summer, it was tougher for me to dedicate. The yeah. The time, and it's not just the time of the day. It's like so. If I'm on a lake, and I get a call for my business and I got to go, I can go. Okay. If I'm point, six miles upstream from the takeout of a river, I can't go, man. Like there's just nothing I could do about it. So, but it's, it's something that I think we're both kind of passionate about. We both like to do,
0: but yeah, I think it's,
1: it's also something that it makes more sense at least for us to do in pairs like together. So it's like yeah. getting those schedules together where we okay, can each let's go to a lake individually and make it happen, and it's fine. Yeah, you know, and, and but we'll like out, but planning yeah, there, for a river would we're be we're like reserves. a
0: month in advance of like yeah, it's uh, more planning. Yeah, there's a actual, there's a lot more planning whenever you're doing it for fun and everything. And I I haven't fished on a river event um for either the past uh, the past two years that I've been kayak fishing and everything. Uh. Ew. I have to
3: stop you. I have to stop you. Um, I messed the schedule up. <laughs> Leave it to me to mess up already. I'm right? not editing so,
1: this shit out. So you, yeah, it's just, I, I it is looking, what it is. Yep. Just let it go. I, was, I don't, nah, have, nah, I don't nah, have, I have the to, patience to edit
3: this out. So, I have to, listen, I have to, I have to go to the that. website. <laughs> right. Yes. June is not on the Juniata river. That's one that we decided together that can't happen this year just because of proximity um it's too far away from
1: well, the I guess lake. I'm so just gonna delete this whole damn podcast for an <laughs> hour and a half
3: in. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, French Ryan. I it. Good job. Dude is All right.
0: I so you said Junietta and I saw French Creek on the post and I was like, Am I maybe there was an update that I was not aware nope. of? So
3: nope, yeah. No, the update was on um, it was done and, and it's the 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 website. Well late. I wasn't
1: looking at the website, I would have totally called you out and <laughs> as a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I still would but, right. no, no, it's it's all good. You're... But
0: yeah, so it's it's easier for Nick and I to say on a Monday to be like, "Hey, Friday looks good. You want to head out to Keystone? You want to head out to Moraine? Like,
1: you know, we're both more excited if we can get yeah float.
0: If we could definitely it doesn't
1: happen as often either. Yeah, and it, we both like
2: smallmouth.
0: So yeah, we both really enjoy smallmouth fishing. And floating is a ton of fun as we've already discussed everything. It's just, it's a lot harder to get everything to align because of the reason of like, you know, that Avonmore, that Kiski float, like you have to plan that stuff. That is, we meet at this launch, we empty one truck, we load everything onto the other truck, we go to the, the, the drop in park both truck or park the one truck there, do the float, reload both kayak. Like, it's just, it's a lot of work.
1: I'm pretty to, sure I'm single now because of one of those Kiski floats. I'm yeah. Not, I <laughs> have to say but it. like, <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's, it's bad. just, can't, can't help you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot more, it's a lot more work to make that happen. But I think with tournament fishing, and I know you've had other events that have been on river systems, Is that a common thing that guys do is like, Hey, we're fishing. I'm just going to use the Kiski because that's the one I'd know. Or
1: just a launch. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, we're going to go like Nick and I are fishing this tournament together. Hey, I want to launch from here. Yep. Sounds good to me. Like, do you find that happens a lot with this for the tournament or for the, the river side of things or how, how do you guys make that work?
3: So, in my experiences, um, it's almost, all, and and I'll, I, I'm i going to name drop somebody, and I don't know if he'll be happy about it or not, but I don't really care, because everybody knows how he does it. Um, in my experiences, rivers are almost a buddy system. You have to have a float pickup or drop off. You have to. Um, if you're going to do a float. Nate Hall, single Ooh. access. Now, he's not the only one that does it, but he, he is very good at it and he's good at it because he studies the map and he sees what's above. Like he, he doesn't, I I feel like Nate's Nate's like very modest. He's a very, I don't, he's not shy. He just, I I feel like he doesn't want to like ask people to do something for him. You know what I mean? Like he feels. yeah, I think that's, I
2: think that's part of it, but he, he, man, he just, he has a plan. And he doesn't yeah. want anything to like deter him from that plan, and he just he goes for it, and he he hustles, and like the dude looks like he just ran a marathon when he gets so done fishing. Mean, like, <laughs> like
1: paddles upstream like, and then floats back down, or yeah, yeah,
3: he, yeah. He'll even he'll even go he'll go down like he 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 plans he be, he he does so much study on his map that like when he does his float like he'll fish down and then drag back up. Or he'll fish up and float down. He'll drag up and float down, or he'll paddle up or whatever. However, he gets there. It's, it, it doesn't so really matter. He'll, he'll be just, like
0: dragging along the river, and people will be floating down. And they'll be like, What the fuck is this idiot yeah. doing? Dragging his <laughs> well, kayak. You
1: know, just to, I guess, play. I don't even know if it would be really devil's advocate, but do you think it would be a deterrence to some people trying to get in? To yeah. Fly, you know, kind of like. Well, well, so, I'd love to do it, but I don't know anybody to kind of. So that's you know. Cool.
3: So, and I think, and I think that has a lot to do with. Well, I, I don't want to say a lot. A little bit, maybe, to do with why Ben also approached me because I am very like I'm. I feel like I'm easy to talk to. I'll, I'll talk to anybody. I'm very open. I'm very so like I, I. I'm just okay with talking to people, and you know, I think a lot of the. Troubles with people finding floats is that nobody wants to talk about it. And that's something that I will encourage, you know, I'm going to encourage people, you know, I'm going to, as
1: an outsider to what you're doing, I think that's something that absolutely. Would be needed for like long term success is like hey let's let's plan out some let's have like a separate right. chat yeah like about yeah, like here's, how here's we can boat. how we can get some people that aren't into it into it by being like hey man like I have a seat right. open in the truck and a space for another kayak so we can do the float right. together or something or something like how, that right? I have a fucking trailer Phil. and you know like that's how I got Phil Robertson
3: right my buddy Phil he he's he was in a quad accident years ago we went to high school together. He was in quad accident years ago. He can hard, this dude can hardly freaking walk, man. I, I've, I, he's going to hate me for saying it, but I, I really, I feel, I feel bad for him. Not, not like pity bad, but like, just because like, it's difficult. It is a daunting task for him to do some of the like things that I take for granted. Like it's so, it's such a task for him to be able to just to, to put his shoes on even like, the dude works his ass off to get out there, and and I got him into kayak fishing. Man, and this dude, like, he would never see these places. He would never be, he would never be able to by himself see these places if I don't help him. So, and I'm a helping kind of person. Like, I'll help, and I, I will, I will interrupt my float to go help somebody. Like, say. Joe Schmo, you know, texts me and says, "Hey man, like my, my ride dipped or whatever, and I need a I need a lift or whatever. Are you cool with that?" And I, I'll just make it happen, like you you know. And I think you just, I think that's a
1: good thing. I think that's gonna do nothing but benefit you because, like, I me, feel- we're talking about, like, it does require some planning. And so a lot of times for us, it's like, hey, I can't get to so and so till this time. I can't get to so so this time. So it's like, okay. Let's just go to the lake because I can be there at seven. You can be there at nine. You know, I can be there at five. You can be there at seven. Who cares? Yeah. We'll see each other in the lake. You can't do that if you're trying to
0: do a float on the river. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying
1: to, you know, do a float and have a shuttle system going on, um, to get back to the starting point where the initial ride was and stuff like that. So it's, it's a lot more communication. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's workable. You just, sure, sure. But as you, long as you're open to it and, and right. You know, yeah. Communicating with I make I think the more open you are to it when you're starting the system and, and kind of getting people interested in it, I think it's just going to nothing but benefit you. Cause I think that's the hardest thing is like, yeah, like I'd love, you know, cause some people aren't maybe the way, you know, I I'll talk to anybody too, the way we are. Right as far like, as but, just being very open so they just don't they feel like they're bothering somebody by right asking them right. to help them get to and from so like if you, if you go out there and do like what you're saying you're gonna do like it's gonna yeah, be nothing but success for you doing this yeah, like, i do so, i think it's something i think it's something absolutely needed and you know a great idea we we talked about it in the first episode with Ben it's like oh that's that's really cool because we like float rivers too you know we we tend to gravitate to lakes just because of the ease of it so if you can kind of mitigate that that difficulty of lining those things up a little bit by having like a set plan then sky's the limit you know yep yeah
3: it's it's a lot of fun I'm really looking forward to it um i'm I'm beyond excited. i've been I've been trying to do some really awesome things um that you know, I'm probably gonna end up paying out of pocket for some things this year, but that's fishing. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and I'm really and i'm and I'm doing it because of the experience, like right. right. So like if you go fish an event, there's like and there's nothing against the way certain people run events or the way this club or that club or whoever club runs an event. But like, if you make it unique, I think if if it's an experience that, you know, is different and is you know it's enjoyable. There, all the events are enjoyable, really, unless you ain't not catch a fish, which is ninety percent of the time when I fish an event. But you know, <laughs> if you just make it fun, like if you if you oh, just absolutely. have fun with it, like and it's different, and you showcase, like like this year, I'm I'm buying. I'm buying a PA system. I'm buying like a, a, a speaker and a microphone and I'm going to introduce the top three anglers because that's their yeah. time. Yeah. Like, I, I can help you out them. with that if I actually
1: have the time to do it. Cause I already have all that
3: stuff. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's for them. That's their time to be like, I kicked your ass today and, and we'll all be there laughing and having fun. And like, here's the microphone, like congratulations here. You tell us how, how your day went. What'd you do? Why yeah. did you catch
1: fish and I shit the bed and didn't catch one? You know, as long as you guys are communicative, communicative, it's hard to say after yeah. like seven beers. I know. Um, communicative. Communicative. <laughs> that, that's hard right? Mm-hmm. And welcoming, then you're not going to have a problem. You know, that's the, that's, I think that's the hardest thing for a lot of people. It's not that i really experienced that here, but I know there are some trails out there. It's just, you know, you got your top guys, so it's intimidating for others.
0: Yeah, so, it's I would say that it's something where like in comparison to last year versus this year. So last year I fished in one tournament and Nick fished in a tournament for them as well. I did like a little weekend. Yeah, it was like their 360 event. And it was the drawn on Yeah. So it was, the, yeah. <laughs> like, so no it was like the it was the KWPA, which they are very well run and everything. And um as we've already discussed. I gravitated towards the Keystone series because you will obviously allow motors. I have a kayak that has a motor. So that's where I went to. If I wanted to fish a tournament series, like any type of an event. Uh, but I was able to like register for that event and if I needed questions or anything like through the captain's meetings, it was like Ben's. Here's my number. Here's Hansel, uh, Hansel's number. If you need anything, like these are the people to get in contact with, and that stuff. And then post, like post day of fishing, going and hanging out with them, seeing the little check-in, you know, prize presentation and whatnot, and being able to talk to Ben. Fast forward. Uh, what, like five and a half, six months. And now he's like a two-time guest on a podcast I'm doing because he's a cool dude that I was able to have conversation with at an event. Granted, yes, like he is the director for the series and everything. But even if he wasn't, I still feel like the conversation would have happened and everything. And that's what I liked about the series aspect is, you know, meeting guys, being able to bullshit about like what happened and what worked for that day and everything. And like, you know, people did this versus other people doing this and everything. It just ultimately is something, whether it is the communication post event or communication pre event with organizing float trips, especially for the river series and everything. It just, you know, builds that quote unquote community of anglers and everything that it doesn't matter if it's your 75th tournament versus your first tournament, you should be able to talk to someone, which I think you guys are very open to that. And being able to like make that connection where I feel if it was something where Ben and I talked about, Hey, I'm going to do the Kiski event. I'm going to go in at this launch and someone else who was just coming in saying, Hey, I'm interested in doing this tournament, but like, I don't really know anything. I would feel comfortable that Ben would be like, Hey, I have this buddy, Greg, that's going to launch at that same place. Let me get you guys connected. So, you know, you can make it happen and stuff. And I feel that that would help, you know, decrease, you know, it's again, it's the communicative. That
1: that was even worse. That was worse than yours.
0: I know. Yeah. (laughs) Communicator. (laughs) Yeah. Tater (laughs) communicate, communicator, uh, that,
1: you've had, That's, you've had at least like 60% less beer than me tonight yeah, too. Yeah, I
0: understand that.
2: Communicative.
0: It is something just that allows the, you know, the possibility of those <laughs> like those friendships being, you know, started and everything that will allow people to be more open and be, you know, comfortable with like the especially I this doesn't like, you know, Single out the lake series, but it is definitely something different with the river series that it's good to have that connection and like meeting people and everything and being open and helpful about stuff because it's kind of needed because what the hell are you going to do? Like have someone wait at a launch for you be like my ETA is. Three forty-seven at this launch. Please pick me up and meet me there, and drive me.
1: Or they're getting their wives, yeah, and
0: girlfriends like all angry because shit
1: about yeah, I don't want to sit
0: here for this tournament. stupid stuff.
1: So I'm gonna sit here forever that hopes that you can win like fifty-two dollars. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a, it's more than that, and it's whatever, a, and it's the big checks, which big banks. Right big, big checks. Big I'm happy you
3: said, because said that because I there so. there's been. There was it's so Ben had this payout structure, right? It's a fantastic structure, but without numbers, it doesn't do well. Without the quantity per event, it just doesn't hold up well, right? Well, I
1: think that's everything. Like so, that. so I mean, you got to have the buy in to do it. He, 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 him and
3: Nate actually worked on a new structure, and I can't wait for him to release that structure because I think. The idea, so the idea is similar, um, but it's just it, 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 he moved he moved monies around for certain things to work better, to to make it m- worth more for you to fish each and every event. Um, <laughs> it, it's really exciting, and and I'm really happy that it that it happened because I was and I'm open about it, and and bet and I I told but he was like, well, what what's one thing that you would be. You know, what's what's a downfall to what we have going on? And I was like, I'm going to tell you, I'll be honest with you. It's the way the payout works. I said, the structure itself is fantastic with numbers, you know, um, because with numbers, then the end of the year payout would be, you know, huge. But without numbers, the whole thing suffers. And his idea behind it wasn't for that. Um, It just didn't it didn't work out. And he was like, I was thinking the same thing, you know, like we'll figure something out and and what they have, what they've figured out. I think, I think it, it's going to do really well. I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm not going to really talk about it much because it hasn't been released yet, but they did some serious. It, it'll just be another, perfect. it'll
0: be another episode. That's all. Ben will have to come back on for a third time and serious discuss this and everything.
2: And it, 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 it's juicy. Yeah. it makes me. Yeah, more. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was basically, uh, uh, you know, I put the, the bug in, in Nate's ear, and he went like Dr. Frankenstein on it, and I was like, Wow. I was like, This, yeah. So it was uh yeah, we worked on it, but like Nate did huh. the uh the, yeah, yeah. the he was it, he was
0: probably sitting there with like the whiteboard. Like, I win the majority <laughs> of these. How can I make the most money out of me winning all the time? So
2: <laughs>
3: that's exactly what happened. I, right?
0: Ryan knows what I'm talking about. I mean, come on. Uh with do you expect uh with the river series being a little bit more widespread, are you guys anticipating uh an uptick with the number of people entering for the events now? Especially since you're you know, you're having a, a championship series on the Susky that you might have some guys from out east that might be willing to come back this way for events and everything?
2: Um I do so- I, I yeah, good.
3: I, 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 a couple, I think there's going to be a couple that do travel. Um, I don't know, like from what I've honestly read, like in there, like uh, Mickey, he's from out East. Um, I never even actually met the dude, but I talked to him all the time in messenger. Um, He fishes a Susquehanna, he lives out that way. Um, He was like, man, he's like, I I think he, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to get him you know, there, there's a couple. I, I think there's going to be a couple, but I think when we see that uptick, I, it's one of them things. Like you, you long term, like in my, in, in Ben and I have talked about it. Um, you know, if the, if that interest is there, we 100 are going to try to make that happen. I mean, we we're not trying to be ex- exclusive. Um, we're just trying to we're trying to make this these series benefit the majority of the people that fish it. Now, not everybody's going to be happy with everything and that's just the nature of the beast. I mean, well, I mean, no one ever, yeah,
0: no one ever is with this kind of stuff. Like everyone is always going to have an opinion on something that like, well, I feel that first place should get 27% of the winnings, not 22% of the winnings or 24. Like it's going to be stupid stuff like that. But I mean, my hope is going for you guys ultimately is that, you know, this may draw some guys in who are more inclined to wanting to just stick with river fishing versus going Correct. out into the lakes. Yep. And, and there are a lot happen. river
3: guys. There are a lot of river guys out East. And I'm, I'm really hoping like with me and who I am as a person and who I, you know, I am literally, I talk to so many people just to talk and, and talk about fishing. I'm super open. I'm hoping in, and you know, the, the already established, like what, ben is such an awesome person like uh, i i fish keystone because ben's a good dude and like i you know what i mean like they they have he he just has a good it's a good aura like you were talking about like you know regardless if he's the director or not i feel like those conversations with Ben, like ben's just a good dude and i want that to carry over into the river series i feel like he sees that good dude in me and you know you know i i'm hoping I'm hoping that the Eastern, some of the Eastern guys or Central guys do travel. I know it is far. I, I really do. I understand that. And it, it's daunting. It's a lot of time that you, and, and again, this goes into the planning. Who's a set and floats up with? So, you know, they almost have to come in pairs or, you know, throuples from that, that region to come fish these events because a guy out East isn't going to put all his eggs in a basket on a guy that might not show up at the ramp in the morning. And he's five hours from home. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So, so you know, it, it's. I'm hoping that interest is there. I'm thinking it's going to be there. Um, you know, I. But you know, it's. it's you never it's, know what's gonna happen. There could be nobody. <laughs> I could fish these by myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough to like, cause if you look at a map of of a state, you know, the Susquehanna is pretty much your your eastern boundary when it comes to uh moving water. There's some other stuff out there. I'm sure those guys will probably, you know, hit me for, but uh, you know, Delaware. I think we spread it pretty good. Like we got northwest, southwest, central, you know, we're back out to the Susquehanna. I mean, we bounce around pretty good. I mean, it's not perfect, but I think we also do some things this year that kind of set us up to uh almost has yeah. like little feelers, you know, see how people like having uh respond to everything yeah so we you know we kind of do that it's not like a a full fledged and we're always changing stuff every year i mean we've never been the same for any year and and i don't know if that's me or or you know what it is but you know i i don't know that i would want to have the same events on the same month every single year i think it's it's just too monotonous I like to mix it around, change the season, change the time, you know, bounce that stuff around a little bit. And if fish is different, it opens that body of water up to somebody else who might fish that a little bit better. I think it just, it spreads the love a little bit.
0: Yeah. And I I ultimately think that, you know, with the way that you guys have planned stuff out that it should allow people to look at, like you've said before of, Oh, I'm going to fish this river event. Well, if I'm going to fish this river on a Sunday, why don't I just come out on Friday and I can fish this lake event with it as well. And, you know, it just, it allows the possibility of, of some, you know, building blocks to start a good base. And hopefully people will, uh, Will catch on to it, and this is the 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 trail continues to grow, and the series continues to grow, and it'll you know always have my support as long as I'm allowed to keep that nice uh, motor between, you know, in the front <laughs> of the boat between my legs. Oh, that's fine by me. Uh, but we are. We're rolling in here pretty good and before we end up making this extra long form uh, variety of a podcast I do
1: have a quick I do have a quick update though okay a very important update
0: What's your update
1: I was in sheets the other day oh no I, I was not fishing so I did not purchase but the sun butter sandwiches were gone and the other sandwiches but not all the flavors. The they honey re- and peanut butter small sandwiches had returned.
0: They returned? They returned. Okay. And I can
1: only attribute that to this podcast of, of uh, Sheets <laughs> listening. Somebody's listening. Somebody, somebody from realized, from, somebody from Sheets higher up. Oh. These stupid sunflower butter sandwiches and get yes. some real peanut butter back in here. Yes.
0: This so, is a... Ryan, if you have not listened, this is a ongoing battle that every, initially...
1: Every I think yeah. about... Because uh, I always... Before fishing trips, I grab a handful of these, like, they're like the little pre-made peanut butter sandwiches and baggies. I know exactly. Um, they're like Uncrustables, but Yes, like not, exactly. Yeah. That's
2: exactly what yes. they are,
1: Crustables, but they're, I guess... But they took them away. Bad. But they got rid of them in favor of some, like, peanut-free stuff.
0: Peanut-free peanut butter. Yeah, peanut-free it's that's it's called Sun It's just absolutely grown oh, in fucking insane.
1: <laughs> and... But this was like
0: two days ago.
1: Okay, so that's... This was on my way back from Fishing Airy. So, like, I was stopping to get gas. But whoa!
0: Nice. Insane!
1: Okay. So I'm hoping they'll all come back. Maybe it was like a a national, like, peanut butter shortage or something, oh. and they had to go with that. I was there actually that's... was a peanut butter shortage.
3: I'm was not there gonna lie really? There. One, yes, one... because I love peanut butter. I eat peanut butter out of the jar. How is there a peanut butter shortage? kind of weird. Like, I don't know. I... But it's, it was real. Like you could not get peanut butter at like, even <laughs> at, like my local Walmart, there was no peanut butter for like a month
1: and a half. I, I, I sure hope that that's the problem. I thought it was something like we're going to make the entire store peanut free. Like, okay, I got a heart. Like, you know, I don't want to like kill a child who has a peanut allergy, but they're like wrapped up in their own individual bags. They say peanut butter, like, all right, you're a parent.
0: Don't Keep let them away from there. There.
1: eat something that's going to kill themselves. But well, I want a damn little tiny peanut butter sandwich, and I want like three or four of them to throw in the cooler when I'm going fishing because I don't know if that's like my my good luck uh sandwich or not. it it like,
0: might it's be. just
1: my it's it's what I did I'd go in I'd get a little breakfast sandwich, and then for later on I'd get a handful of them peanut butter sandwiches um because I like, can figure get... it
2: and four monsters for me oh jeez <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh god. You're not oh. drinking, dude. You got enough vices. Yeah, about, apparently.
2: Right? <laughs> oh so, man. Just imagine how well you 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 would fish like a jerk bait off of like four energy drinks, man. That thing would be shimmy and shaking all over Ah, the place
0: ah, there. ah yeah. there's yeah. no pause whatsoever. It's just one two twitch, one two twitch, one two twitch the whole way. It can't stop the
1: twitch in the wintertime long enough. Yeah. Slow yeah. pauses. It's just it's just constant.
0: Just goes the time. It, god damn it. I can't help it. Uh, so Ryan, if you have not listened, we have five questions that we ask all of our guests and, uh, I will start us out here with question number one, and this is kind of our, our finalization and, you know, the, the beginning to the end for another terrible podcast. However,
1: he's blaming it on
0: you. Yeah, no, I'll blame it on Ben. There we go. (laughs) So question number one for you is whenever you are driving to the lake i will change that to the stream for you since you don't like fishing in the lake what (laughs) are you listening to while you're driving there
3: oh god um i'm listening now i have a weird taste in music right i listen to some off the wall shit um and phil when phil hears this he's gonna laugh i listen to diplo radio on iheart um or or wu-tang radio on iheart and i listen to it completely maxed out as loud as i can with my windows down
0: um i i so you're listening to house music or wu-tang for life basically yes yep
3: (laughs) every time i go fishing that's what's getting played those two radio stations
1: well, I guess I ain't going to be uh, doing the shuttle system with you, buddy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Come on. It, it depends it. on what mood you're in. If you're in Wu-Tang, I might do a shuttle system with you. If you're it's listening just, to... It just cuts... Yeah. In. yeah <laughs> if it's Diplo, then we, we might have to just... I'll follow you there. I don't know what that means. But <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't,
3: I'm I, I to read, read the dude.
1: I got to read the... So I got the second question, but I had to read it. Oh well speaking of yeah based on my last update, you're going into sheets before you go fishing. What do you order it? I'm getting no food. Weird fact
3: about me, I can't eat uh, a thousand monster vomit. energy drinks, right? <laughs> I, like already- I can't eat I can't eat before ten AM or I'll I'll throw up. I don't, it's a weird thing about me. I just can't do
0: it. Um I think Probably you've been my you've ate too many lead paint nicotine. chips in your life. That's <laughs> what it is. It's too many lead paint chips.
1: 17 monster energy. That's Cigarettes and a
0: case of monsters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just this so, absolute. Realistically, bread. a bag of candy,
3: because I'm a diabetic, which Phil ends up, I always forget, and Phil ends up buying the candy. And then whenever my blood sugar crashes halfway through the day from not consuming food, and just no. sucking cigarettes and not, drinking not, Monster. You know,
1: I'm not a doctor, but, like, how does that work with diabetes you know, with the Monster it's, Energy? Is, it, that, it, is it, that something the monster, that they, they say that, like, yeah, you're good. Just keep, yeah. monster. Makes, as long as you don't eat a candy bar, plethora. but as many Monster Energy drinks and <laughs> cartons of cigarettes as you want, you're good.
3: Monster makes a plethora of sugar-free and carb-free energy drinks. They all do, honestly, all energy drinks they have a wide variety okay of fair enough so,
1: fair enough just a picture the, of health you are right so that. <laughs> of, the, think about the, that four,
0: the four sugar-free there. monsters they counteract the mm-hmm. one and a half pack of cigarettes <laughs> right, i smoke right, in a right. day. it's no big deal
1: the nicotine yeah. can't enter the system uh, you know, <laughs> the way hey, it
0: it's to. it's all joking around right we're just we're just fucking with you but uh so you're getting uh, a flat of monster energy drinks and yeah. camel camel no filters for the entire day or i get them more
1: reds bro <laughs> you got you got enough miles for like a fucking leather marbro jacket yet i
3: have i have marbro sheets i've got a marbro comforter I even have one of them Marlboro non-fitted sheets that you don't use I don't, like that. Annoying I, have, see, I, don't,
1: I don't respect a smoker unless they have an entire, like, outfit. I've got a Marlboro, Marlboro bag, a Marlboro duffel bag. You better get something back out of that. That's all I'm saying. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Answer. Like, Marlboro miles are way more important than camel bucks.
0: Did you see uh, – this is totally – Tangent, real quick. Did you see the? There's a documentary on Netflix about the guy that. Did I bring this up? already? I don't think I did. The Pepsi pep, the Pepsi points. So there was. Yeah. So there's a uh, there's a documentary on Netflix, and remember how back in the day Pepsi had points that you got. I actually, don't. Okay, so it was underneath like bottle caps and <laughs> on like the cubes of like cases of. You
1: get like double if you got Crystal Pepsi.
0: So you would just get points and their promo commercial they had for it back in the day is this like Harrier Marine, like air force jet landed in someone's front yard and it said Harrier jet 7 million points. And some young (laughs) like teenager was like, I'm going to get that fucking Harrier jet. And like, (laughs) I don't know the whole thing and I don't want to give the documentary away, but he like, got friends and family to buy like pallets of soda and everything he's so like he would get swimming pools so pepsi. he would get all the points and then pepsi like it, it's a whole thing but they were like we can't thought, give no, you I a fucking harrier jet
1: and i was kind of like i was like this seems dumb but now i kind of watch. yeah it. it's it like got, we can't listen, give you got a harrier so jet it got so
3: in depth that the department of defense the chairman of the department of defense like you know when the president does like his thing and he's got like yeah. the backdrop of the seal the department of defense chairman got on tv and said we can a, a public citizen cannot own a harrier jet because of this dude
1: well i'm sorry i thought this was america <laughs> give me my fucking harrier jet yeah <laughs> anyhow
0: yes moving on to question and on to question 3 uh this might fit you and you probably have a very simple answer to this if you can only take one rod like one rod setup with one bait to the lake or to the stream, what are you taking with you? And the Ultimate
1: bait replenishing of that. Yes, right. and the
0: that bait finished. you have unlimited supply of. So, what is your number one? I'm taking this to go catch as many fish as possible.
3: Dobbin's Fury seven one medium light Daiwa Fuego spinning reel with a wacky rig. That would be a 5 inch stick bait. And actually, I think it's a four. It's a four inch stick bait. And that was going to be in the color Illusion.
0: So you're just a wacky rigging fool, aren't you? What's Illusion? I don't even know what Illusion is. What's that color? Yeah.
3: So the color is, I think Don Corbett, the previous owner, the the guy that started 412 Bait Company, um, he got this color. It's a green pumpkin with a black. Uh, it's I, I believe it's a, a matte black flake with okay. purple, okay. like a purple metallic flake. Okay, I use
1: something very similar in Yamamoto because they have yeah, that's that's like right in that alley, yeah. And that for me, I mean, green.
3: Realistically, if it's that that green pumpkin color, it's gonna work. I mean, there's it does. It's kind
1: of like catch all color. People
3: read into colors so much, and I'm not gonna that we could have a whole episode about colors, but. people read into it too much If, if you go i mean you can get anything if it's a green pumpkin black a green pumpkin orange a green pumpkin this or that or the other i feel like that natural color in 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 the fishing that i've done that natural green color it just outperforms any other color i've ever even seen or thrown it's it's killer
0: I'm surprised you didn't say like a whopper popper one ten in loon or something.
3: Bone, bones—the guy, the only one I throw. I, so if I, you said if I had to pick one, I only take two, and that's the other one.
0: We're good. we good. That's that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, by far, top water for smallmouth is uh, probably one of my favorite things in the world to do for fishing.
3: It's an incredible thing to see happen.
0: It really yeah. is.
1: All right. Number four is, um, do you have a favorite fishing professional? That could be a pro fisherman, a YouTuber, whatever. Who, who do you like to watch? Who do you like to follow from the fishing um, side of things? Pro, I would say. Doesn't have to be pro. Just, you know, but just like, have, if you're going to follow somebody, read, watch, whatever. What where, you go to?
2: Seth Fodder. You ain't the only one yeah man's a stick um he probably smokes just, as many
1: Marlboros as you do so, <laughs> is, is that the reason why you can get a, 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 so a kinship what got with me him? started
3: to following him was his mustache right because i i shaved it off but i had this ridiculous ass mustache that made me look like i should be on a
0: website and what um, kind of website? Yeah. what, what Ryan, kind of website dude, are we talking about here, Ryan? Uh, no, Mar- Mar- this is the World Wide yeah, Web. Yeah. What are we talking about?
3: <laughs> my, my mustache made me look like I should be on Megan's Law. It's jeez. Oh, <laughs> but um, anyhow, that's what got me started. Literally, I, it's weird to say that, but I saw his mustache. I'm like, oh, this dude has to be fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like he he's got to be a cool dude. And then I started watching him and like. He fishes with Matt Robertson and shit, well, and like pal, you th-
1: probably th- think I'm a pretty cool dude myself. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you I wish.
1: actually I'm I actually swear
3: to be in the all the all bass mustache. He had a competition going. So it, this dude's a character. He really is. If you really look at like some of his stuff, no, like I, he does,
1: I, I watch some of his shit for sure. He he does
3: the hockey the hockey hair right because he's from yep. Minnesota or whatever up north and. He he did the all hair whatever he did this competition and I actually sent a picture of my mustache I think it was Omnia who is made like one of his main sponsors is they ran this competition to get on the like win a prize pack or whatever and uh, I sent a picture of my mustache in and they, they actually I was like nah they're never gonna but it's just me and my personality i was like they're never gonna back. and uh, they actually sent me a message back and said do you care if we use your photo for promotional purposes? And I was like, absolutely not. I don't care, but it (laughs) never got, I never got anything out of it. It was never shown on any websites or anything. I didn't win, but you know, he's, he's definitely my go-to.
0: It sounds like you need a better agent. (laughs) (laughs) So last and final question for you. Uh, Financially, it does not matter. What is your dream fishing trip?
3: Um, you know, being a fishing fanatic, you would think that I'd want to go somewhere crazy. Um, like, you know, like fishing for reds down in the flats or whatever. It's not me. Like I am, I, I, I'm not saying this because like, I'm trying to promote me being a director of a river trail. That's not, I'm saying this because this is like that's me. That's what I enjoy. If if I had to pick, I would say go in like somewhere like maybe Montana or like Idaho or Wyoming, even like somewhere like you know like the old Western cowboy movies. You know, you always see them camping along a river and like they've got the canyon, like the mountains in the background. Like my my ultimate fishing trip, country, buddy would be like I would go and I would put in and I would float for like two weeks I would and I would camp wherever I just would pull off and I'd start a fire I'd sleep on the ground and have you know MRE type food and I would just live like that for two I, I wish I could financially and like with my kids like you just can't live like that but i wish i could like if i could live like that that i would be in i you would never see me again i would get lost in the mountains man i would be fishing
0: i honestly thought whenever you were said like uh i thought you were gonna go down the route of like I'm fine with just going off of lock number two in the Allegheny. Yeah, just drop me in I I was going and to pick head. me up at the point. No, I'm yeah, good. We were at the bar I, or, I don't, you don't
3: fish. You know what's dog weird dog dog is dog. I don't fish the Allegheny down this way. It sets up too much like
1: a lake. I don't enjoy it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just telling, telling Greg, like, if I don't get uh, screwed with uh, business taxes next year, I might take a little summer trip to Montana or something, but I won't be. If it's floating, it'll be fly fishing for trout, though. That's what's up. Yeah. I, I trout fish.
3: I do trout fish, but I, I throw, I throw like a, when I float Buffalo, right? I throw like a four, a MEPS four. I'll throw like a MEPS three or a MEPS four, where if I'm catching trout, they're going to be big sons of bitches, or I'm catching bass. So like either way, I'm going to catch something that I want to catch.
0: Yeah. Well, it's floating and fishing at the same time, which are both equally enjoyable especially whenever you're doing them together but we are going to wrap things up with that uh ryan i want to say congratulations on being announced as the tournament director for the keystone bass kayak series uh for the river portion and i think it's going to be a good year for the the series and the trail in general um I think that this definitely gives you guys uh a little bit of a niche over uh the other trails and everything. And I mean, come on, we've had Ben on twice now, so of course the trail system's gonna blow up with our extra thirty two listeners that we have. So <laughs>
1: I think Ben said four words this whole podcast. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's all He's... good. I'm just in the background. I'm in the background. This is Ryan's time. This is yeah. Ryan's
0: time. This is Ryan's oh, Ryan time.
1: Ryan's a talker, so he he, he yeah. handled himself just fine.
0: Yeah, he did. He did an awesome job. But no, I I do think that it's a it's a pretty cool thing. Um I know that I plan on fishing uh multiple if I'm able to. Uh, I would like to try to get Nick out to one of them and something that we have discussed um would be to more than likely do an episode from uh one two three whatever we possibly think of is feasible for us uh doing episode at the events just even quick little uh little interviews with everyone and everything so we'll see if that's hopefully able to uh to happen but yeah i think that we've had a good one it's gonna be a good year in 2023 for the series and i think everyone is uh very excited for it so on, Thank you. Absolutely, guys. Well, that's gonna be it for us. Uh, another episode down, another uh enjoyable evening, beers, wings, and uh fish and talk. It's all it's all fun. So you can find yep. us on all the normal podcast platforms, uh Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor.fm. And uh till next time, the yep. uh, bastards are out.
1: Yep, we're gone.
0: Later Thanks, guys. guys,
1: appreciate it.
2: Lace.